Welcome to Mindful Moments of Mars. Mindful Moments of Mars is an audio experience that uses the writings of Edgar Rice Burroughs to explore mindfulness. We this week is a little bit different. You know, I th- I'm recording. I've recorded the, the previous two episodes and this episode in a situation. I'm in a situation. I'm sitting on a chair. I've got a glass of water. I mentioned the glass of water in the yesterday's episode and possibly the episode before that, but I don't know because that I recorded that episode twice because as I went into on Monday's episode, which is episode 196, I went into some detail about how in the original version of that episode, I let slip an innocuous little, just single little thread of information that if someone were to take that thread and pull it, it would unravel the the sweater of my anonymity and reveal me to be a naked audio experience. And I was I don't know why I was just wearing the sweater. Um, I probably should have put on some underwear. Um, I'm I'm I might have a hat on as well. But the, you've unravelled the sweater of anonymity and left me open to the the winds of change. Um, so I don't know why you did that. But then that was in another timeline. I prevented that from happening by going back in time and re-recording the episode. And so I didn't reveal that that nugget of information. Um, I, I didn't think it through at the time. But then afterwards I fixed it. Anyway, so this episode, there's a strange energy that's being created uh, this week for mindfulness of Mars. And it's and the energy, it's it's actually probably a, a strange lowness of energy. I'm a little bit tired. Had a long day, but it was a good day. Um, and I'm just trying to create a little sp- a calm space for all of us here, you know? And you, you can't see the gesture I'm doing, but the calm space is represented by uh, my right hand, palm face down, moving in a horizontal plane uh, in a anti-clockwise motion, a little circle, about the size of a large dog's belly. Um, so it's like I'm it's like I'm rubbing a large dog, maybe like a Saint Bernard. Um, I I had I had a childhood friend who had a Saint Bernard dog, who um was the most slobber slobberingest animal I've ever encountered. That was just a very friendly and would delight uh, at the approach of any anyone um, and slobber everywhere um, and uh, that was that's a, that, I haven't thought about that in a long time actually and um, so this is this motion represents um, creating a calm space or rubbing the belly of a large dog or a medium-sized dog um, but I think a medium-sized dog would be like giving you a look saying, listen, I'm a medium-sized dog, not a large-sized dog. Could you tighten up this rubbing circle, please? Because it's just a bit much. Let's read some of The Chessmen of Mars by Edgar Rice Burroughs. So Turan is now being uh, hunted, um, unbeknownst to himself, because he's been spotted by this, the sentries on this city. He's approaching a city, and all Turan knows about it is it seems to have more primitive technology than what they're used to. They don't have flyers and whatnot. Here they, his hunters, waited in utter silence, 
nor had they long to wait before Turan the Panthan came cautiously along the base of the wall. To the very gate he came, and when he found it, and that it was open, he paused for a moment, listening. Then he approached and looked within, assured that there was none within sight to apprehend Oop. Assured that there was none within sight to apprehend him, he stepped through the gateway into the city. I once went to um, this, apparently I've decided to tell you an anecdote that has nothing related to this. One of my favorite works of fiction is the Evangelion series of films. Evangelion, 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 Evangelion. I just think they're masterpiece after masterpiece of storytelling. I think they're absolutely fantastic. And when I went to see, I think I saw the first two in a double bill. Or is that a lie? It might be a lie. I think it's a lie. When I saw the first one, it was at a, an anime festival in the cinema. It was introduced by a guy who I can picture. He looks a little bit like Charlie Brooker, but I don't remember his name. He's written a lot of books about anime and, and stuff. Um, he introduced the film and talked about it for a while. And he talked at length about the imagery in the film of whenever someone is, specifically Shinji, the main character, whenever he's walking from one room into another, how he'll pause and then put his step forward and move himself into the room. The crossing the threshold is this kind of recurring uh, motif in it and uh, connecting it to how Shinji feels like he has no home. Um, and it really stuck with me the way he described that. And it does, it definitely is a thing in the, in the, in those stories, which as I said, are, I think among the best works of fiction that have been produced by us, our, our people. And <laughs> um, so here we have Turan, who, and this is, a, this is a very pointed moment. He's standing outside this unknown city. Uh, he's far away from his home. He's desperate to provide for Tara, who is outside, who needs his help. And um, he believes he's safe. But not, you know, he's obviously very cautious. He doesn't know that he's being watched. And he steps through, steps over that threshold. It's a very, it's a very, I mean, like, I think you can just, what am I trying to say? There's like landmark moments in stories. And we often think of them, you know, you, you can look at a story in one way and think the significant points are, for example, maybe the death of a character or the meeting of two characters or um, a character leaving a place and never coming back. You know, these sorts of things that you think of as being inciting incidents or whatever. But then maybe you can like shift around your coordinate system that you're viewing this through and just look at the significant moments as being the moments when people cross, cross a threshold from one place into another, which I think is, that's all very, what do you call them? What's that guy called? Joseph Campbell. Yeah, one of the bits in the in the the, the old story, the old meta, the old monomyth is um, 
crossing the threshold from the, the the normal world into the I don't know mythic realm or whatever, and going on doing a big adventure, having your old having your old adventure, meeting the man with the beard who tells you to go and do a thing, and you say no, I don't want to do that thing, I reject the adventure, and then he says I go on, and you say okay, I'll do it. Um, yeah. So maybe this is not particularly uh, new thinking if Joseph Campbell was onto it. But he was a smart man, and he hadn't even seen Evangelion. Um, okay, let's take a breath there. Will we? Will we take a breath? <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> 